0: Gathering manner I'm Carter
1: and I'm Scott
0: and we are so glad to be back with you
1: we're back <laughs> it's awesome
0: <laughs> it's been a long and crazy summer we're both in youth ministry so things got things got busy things got slammed transitions were made over the summer that that just made uh, making content right now uh, difficult and uh, impossible honestly yeah so we're yeah. excited that things have slow down a little bit back yeah, in I rhythm. Mean.
1: That's the, the whole uh, concept of being a youth minister, I guess, is uh, summer min- ministry just kind of gets uh, a little bit crazy, fast and furious, uh, and then it's over in blink of an eye. So uh, trying to even coordinate schedules during that time, it's just almost uh, impossible. And so uh, we're back now, though. Obviously, we, we have some good, good stuff on the table. I think Carter's going to give us a little snapshot.
0: Sure. what we're doing yeah so so what we started back at the beginning of the summer with with having John Deloney on the show and uh, and we we want to usher more voices into what we do we want people who who care about the gospel to be speaking in and speaking life uh, into this podcast and into your eardrums so that's what we uh, we're excited about we're still excited about about getting on that and so um, we're going to revamp the theme for what this looks like this season, and we are we are putting it all in to kingdom ethics, kingdom living. What does it mean to live a kingdom like life here on earth as it is in heaven? And so we're going to be diving deep into the Sermon on the Mount and pulling out different uh, different pieces and parts of what Jesus says here, what Jesus does here. And if we're going to do this well, we've got to start uh, by looking at the full context of where the Sermon on the Mount sits within Scripture. And in Matthew, he's he's building this case of who Jesus is. He's introducing what Jesus is all about. And back in chapter 4 of Matthew, verse 17, he says, Jesus' first message where Jesus starts to preach Jesus began to preach. This is where Jesus' very beginning of his ministry, he's he's been baptized by John the Baptist. He goes out into the wilderness as gets tested, and he comes back, and he begins to preach, and from then on, his message is this. Repent, because the kingdom of God has come near. Repent. The kingdom is at hand. And this idea of repent... This word repent is to realign, adjust yourself, move in a different direction, change the focus from where you were, and go somewhere different. And man, does Jesus have different? Yeah. Jesus has different because his different comes with this new kingdom that he's ushering in, that he's brought near, this kingdom that's at hand, and it changes things. Mm-hmm it changes things from the inside out. So that's what this sermons about. That's what Jesus Jesus does. He's establishing this kingdom. And this is political language that he's using. So with that, let's let's talk about Jesus politics a little bit.
1: Yeah, and, and it's kind of one of those things that you can't necessarily nail down, but it it's it's to the point where you have to realize that the policies that Jesus is seeking to implement that have to do with his kingdom are gonna look radically different than typically humanistic policies. Now, now, uh, human government, human policies, they have their place. And if anything, we can go to scripture, uh, looking at what Colossians, all dominions, all authorities and powers, that Jesus is over them. Then they have plan, they have purpose, yeah, there, there is a, a place for them in this current realm. But if we are to be kingdom minded people looking towards the future and wanting to live into those realities now, it necessarily means that our viewpoints and our policies on things are at risk. They're at, on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Jesus is able to come into any single one of those, anything that that we've dug our heels into, anything that we firmly have believed in for maybe ho- our whole life. Jesus by, by the definition of him being our Lord can come in and Lord over our lives can change up those policies. And so, uh, we, we like to say, or uh, uh, I, I like to say, I borrowed this from a, a pastor friend of mine, um, uh, that as far as politics go, I vie, I'm very political. Uh, I, I vie for a monarchy that's mm-hmm. going to, uh, invade rule by a ruled by a royal family. Uh, that's going to fully implement their policies, uh, zero compromise. No one's going to be able to go up to this royal family and be like, hey, like, I know what you said here. I know what you believe here. Let's go ahead and change that up for whatever. No, 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 that's, that's not going to be how, how it is. They're going to fully implement this kingdom. And in all uh, finality of it, it will be defined as good. The first time we as human beings will actually understand what a good kingdom looks like. Yes. And so whenever it comes to these policies, we see that in Matthew 5, through seven, chapter five through seven, uh, Jesus's greatest hits. Uh, that's what my youth pastor used to call it growing up. And I agree with him. There's, if, you, if you're looking for any place to go, go there. Um, all red letters, pretty much all red letters. So it's straight from the mouth of Jesus and the way in which he is seeking to implement his kingdom. It automatically looks different than what we're naturally used to. I'm talking about the way we're to treat our enemies, talking about the way that we're supposed to turn the other cheek. What does that even mean? And people have debate over that um and if if we come to easy solutions on any of these things i'm going to go ahead and assume that it we we might not be interpreting these things right when it comes to a solution that naturally just like itches our flesh mm-hmm. i'm going to go ahead and assume that maybe we're not interpreting these things right oh, yeah. because there should be something about this kingdom this holy perfect kingdom and its policies that should naturally kind of rub our flesh the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so here we have plenty of things that Jesus goes through. Whenever it comes to to worry, this is what you're supposed to do. Hey, prayer, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, dealing with people who are hard, hard to deal with, this is what you're supposed to do. And it's always radical, but it's always mirroring the type of radical uh, nature of God himself, of Jesus himself. I, I love this, yeah. that... I was I was talking to some college students last night we were having Bible study and I gave this analogy um about a father who um has just built this amazing treehouse for his son it's it's amazing it's just awesome uh, it has a full fridge of Dr Pepper uh, it's got you know electricity with every gaming station. I mean just like imagine like a kid's paradise and he built this for his son. This is for you to enjoy. Now imagine the son having invited others over, other friends over, if you will. Um he he has fun with them. Eventually the son comes down, and he goes into the house, and uh, the the friends are left in this house. So imagine the father goes back to this tree house. He goes up there, he finds these these kids in there and they have just wrecked this treehouse. They have like I don't even know. They they've taken all the Dr. Pepper out of the fridge and drank it all up. They've busted up one of the TVs, they've broken controllers, they they I don't know, designated a corner of the treehouse to pee in or I don't know something like that. So, you know, they they've just totally wrecked this place. And so what I would do if I was that father, I'd be like, "Get out." Mm. I'm, I'm like, I'm like taking kids and I'm like tossing them out the window or something. But get out! You, you have wrecked the thing that I made for my son. Mm-hmm. And yet we see a, 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 a radical way to approach this. That this father, if we're using this as a grand analogy, of course, for us, he looks at these kids. He real, realizing that they are orphans,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and instead of kicking them out doing away with them, he invites them to his dining room table and he feeds them a meal and he says, don't worry about it. A- actually, even more so, let me make some calls. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the adoption papers and I'm going to count you all as my children today. I'm going to adopt you as my, so this now treehouse, it will be yours as well that that's just such a radical thing
0: yeah 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 god's god's desire to show us how to care right. to show us how to care for what's his you know and and here's why it's hard here's why it's hard you're running every single one of us is running in a certain direction and that word repent man it stops our momentum from where we're headed and changes our direction you know how hard it is to do that mm-hmm. to turn on a dime the best athletes in the world are barely able to change directions mm-hmm. full speed ahead full speed ahead but with those ones that are able to cut back to move in the other direction that takes a lot of skill and a lot of training so these are these are these are simple ideas that need complex interpretation right. that need us to dig in to get serious about it and to allow the father who has Seen his wrecked house, the house that we we wrecked, that we've messed up, to allow him to show us how to treat it, to show us how to use it the right way, to to become part of that kingdom. And it realigns us, it reshapes us, it remolds us, it moves us, it changes who we are structurally. And so that's our desire from from this point on in this podcast mm-hmm. for the rest of this season is to get a clearer view of the way that we're supposed to be reshaped, of the way that we're supposed to be molded, of the way that we align ourselves with the king because it's his way or no way.
1: Yeah, that's so good, man. Yeah. So we're going to have, like Carter said, different voices, different people that we've trust, uh, people who have their doctorates and people who have just, like, had the experience and a little bit of both and, and all in between, and uh, we hope that you'll really receive a lot from this, this, uh, this time, um, these, these, this series that we'll be walking through. These episodes hopefully will be extremely edifying um, for all of us, and we're planning and expecting to grow, but uh, for now... That's that's what we got for y'all. Just more of an intro episode for yeah. for gathering Mano again. So we're expect
0: back. expect next time for us to talk about authority. You know, we're gonna launch into it. We've got to talk about where this comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, who is in charge that makes the rules that uh, that helps us helps us to understand. Hey, because he is who he is, I need to be who he wants me to be. That's right. right. So that's where we're gonna head next week, and we'll launch into this. We'll get these this kingdom living off the ground and man we are so pumped to be back with you so excited That's right I'm, I'm glad to be back with you Scott same
1: yeah it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> too long <walk. laughs> this is good <laughs>
0: all right so uh thank you and uh and we'll see see you next time and always always remember to get outside your tent today
1: this has been gathering mana For more content like today's episode, like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram or subscribe to our YouTube channel. For content on the go, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting platform. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or drop a comment on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Thanks for joining us. God bless you. And we hope that you'll be mobilized to get outside of your tent today.